0: Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with H-O-W-C Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. Psalms, chapter 125, verse 1. God's ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. He sees what we do not. He knows what we cannot. He positions us perfectly for what's to come. He takes us safely through the storm if we trust in him during the calm before it, when what he is saying to do does not. Make sense. I can say one thing that has held true in my life and will never change, though my emotions, situations, and seasons may. That is that every time that I have ever trusted God, even though what He was telling me did not make sense at the moment, I have lived to be thankful that i did later yet every single time that i have chosen not to i have surely lived to regret it every single mistake of my life that i wish i could go back and change began with me choosing to trust in my own understanding over the voice of god and the leading of his holy spirit when he said something that did not make sense to my logic proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 tells us this trust in the lord with all of thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding in all of thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths be not wise in thine own eyes Fear the Lord and depart from evil, for it shall be health unto thy navel and marrow unto thy bones. We are saved by faith, but not just in eternity, every single day. The Bible says that those who follow the leading of God's spirit are his children. And Jesus said that his sheep know his voice. So when it speaks, we are then faced with a choice. Believe, humble, pick up your cross and follow his lead. Or like the rich young ruler, trust in your own things. Our wisdom, our understanding, our plan, our vision, or lack thereof. All of these things are so limited and so easily manipulated by the enemy. Yet God is faithful, loving, kind, merciful, wise, does not lie, and does nothing without purpose. So in everything, we must humble our own assumptions of logic to trust in His goodness. We see what's in front of us, but he sees what's beyond us. So his eyes are the ones that we ought to trust. He leads us through things and through seasons that make no sense to us in the moment. But he does have a reason for it, for a learning, a growing, a going, and a teaching to others the blessings of the lessons learned in our wildernesses. He leads us to where we are needed, to where he knows a harvest is ripening. He leads us away from unnecessary trouble, conflict, toxic people, doctrines, and relationships. They may seem so sweet to our senses, but he knows their purpose and intentions to pollute your vineyard to silence your sword, to quench your fire, to cut off your fruitfulness. He leads us into provision and promise through Jordans of impossibility that our logic would not believe could be done if he left it To the limitations of our own imagination, to give us a testimony of his majesty unto his glory, causing others to believe in him more fully. Whatever the reason, we must choose to trust him and follow his leading, knowing that he does nothing without purpose. No matter what it looks, sounds, or feels like in the moment, In the long run, it is always good for us, both here and in eternity. The crazier it seems, the more glory it will bring when he turns it for the good and an unbelievable testimony. He does desire to bring you to a good end, my friend. He desires to demonstrate the fruitfulness of faithfulness, Through your obedience. That he can do impossible. Unstoppable things. Through those who trust. And follow his lead. He wants to prove through you. His wisdom. His limitlessness. His goodness. His loving kindness. And his trustworthiness. He wants you to be a demonstration. Of faith lived. And grace manifested. Because of it. So trust him when it doesn't make sense. There is eternal purpose in it. He takes no pleasure in puppeting men. He takes pleasure in those who choose to trust in him. Hebrews chapter 11 verses 6 through 10 tells us this, that without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is God, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. For it was by faith that Noah, being warned of God of things not yet seen, moved with fear, preparing an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go, went out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance. And being called to do this, he obeyed and he went out, not knowing whether he went. By faith, he sojourned in a land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of the promise with him. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. You see, my friend, we're not trying to build physical kingdoms. So why are we trying to do it by physical means? No, it's done by faith. You better seek the king, get instruction, and obey. Trust his leading, even if he says, sit still and praise me. After all, salvation belongs to the Lord. Sometimes he says sit. Sometimes he says wait. Sometimes he says go. Sometimes he says fast. Sometimes he says pray. Sometimes he says So, sometimes he says, read and learn of me, so that you'll have something to offer once I expose. Sometimes he just says, take your hands off of the wheel, because I'm the one who knows where to go. Psalms chapter 127 verse 1 says this, Except the Lord himself builds the house they that labor build in vain. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchmen wake up in vain. You see, it's time now to call upon the name of the Lord. To seek his word and to get into position for the shifting. Because God is doing something. You won't be able to stop it. It's like a mighty wave that's coming. All you can do is get into position so that you're not overtaken by it, but that you can ride it to the proper destination. Lord, we humble ourselves before you today that we not be found to fight against you or to move in our own intellect or to try to steer a ship that we don't realize is already wrecked. Because you see, When the storm came upon the ship that Paul was in and they came to him and said, what should we do? If he would have moved in his emotions or taken matters into his own hands and gone out and tried to save that ship, they would have all been lost in that storm. But he did and he sought the Lord and he came back with an answer for them. And he says, I have good news. The ship is going down. But not one of you. We'll be lost. God will not let us drown. They got into position. They got prepared for the crash that was coming. There was a wreck that was going to happen. It was not going to be stopped because God had a purpose and a positioning. God was going to use this for his glory. There are times when God stops the storm. And then there are times when God says, grab hold of that board because the ship is going down. But I won't let you drown. I'm going to get you to the shore because there's a tribe there that I'm sending you to, to speak the truth and give them a demonstration so that they might know that I am the Lord. And don't worry, I will endorse you. Now, the crazy thing is that when Paul got to that shore and they started building a fire, he ended up picking up sticks and getting bit by a snake in the process. So you might think, how is God going to endorse me? I survived the shipwreck. Now I'm bit by a snake. They thought that God was against him. They thought that he was accursed. They thought, oh, look, God tried to kill him in a storm and in the ocean. And now a snake has come out and struck him. But when it did not kill him, when he shook it off in the fire, when he kept doing the work of the kingdom and all these things that seemed to rise against him did not even faze him, they said, oh my gosh, this is miraculous. We need to know who his God is. God's ways are not our ways, but they are perfect. He knows what is needed. He knows where we need to be. He knows what the unbelieving need to see. So seek him. Trust him. Follow the leading of his spirit. And get into position. Even if it doesn't seem like you need to in the moment. He's a God that sees the end from the beginning. And he does nothing unless he reveals it to his servants, the prophets. It's one of the reasons Jesus said that he was going to give us the Holy Spirit. That it would show us things to come so father we humble ourselves before you today and we lean not unto our own understanding but in all of our ways we acknowledge you that you might direct our path lord we ask you to give us clear instruction knowledge and understanding not of our own intellect, but of the leading of your Spirit, Father, you speak so clearly that we cannot deny what we are hearing, and we will obey, even if it doesn't make sense right now. We know that it will in the coming days, because that takes faith. So, Lord, give us faith. Today, we renounce fear and doubt and unbelief, I trust in your faithfulness, for you have proven it to me time and time again. It doesn't matter that it doesn't make sense. That's just because you're so much bigger and smarter and more powerful than us. And what you have planned is beyond our imagining. Human comprehension is humbled at the majesty of our great God and King of the ages, and his plans span whole dispensations. It is pride to think that you can grasp it in its entirety. So just trust him. Ask for him to use you in it and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit wherever it leads you, just like faithful Abraham.